Greetings, dear friends. This is Jessica, your host with Change Is Within Us, a podcast that offers healthy tips, habits, insights, and real-life stories to help guide you along your journey. If you'd like to connect via social media, you can find me on Instagram at Jessica and Patterson. And if you have any subjects you'd like to go over, any feedback, comments, please feel free to shoot me a DM. And without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jessica, your host. Today is Thursday. incredibly lucky to be able to get outside and to reconnect. Today was a very interesting day because I taught a morning class at 6 a.m. I've never been a 6 a.m. person, but the students that show up at 6 a.m. I am always inspired by because they have day jobs, they're busy, and they know after work they're going to be tired, but they still show up at 6 a.m., and they go hard and sculpt yoga, yoga with weights. They they go hard and they push themselves. And I'm just incredibly inspired by them. I like to work out later in the day, but I, I can see the value in getting it done early and, and creating that healthy habit. And after that, I went and taught a class up at a retreat center in the mountains in Indian Hills. And I spent some time up in the mountains today, which I didn't know I needed but I actually really needed, and it was divine timing to get out in nature, and a lot of times I'll use every excuse in the book, like gas prices are high, I don't know if I can justify going up in the mountains and spending the gas and putting the mileage on my car, but here's the thing, being outside and reconnecting is worth it no matter what. There's not many times that I have gone out in nature and regretted it, I mean, there was one time I went on a 14er hike and it was snowy and my Jeep got stuck and I had to pay a pretty hefty tow bill to get it out. I did regret that one, but at the end of the day, I learned a valuable lesson about preparation and just parking at the bottom of the trailhead, not trying to get up to the top. But when I was when I was up in Evergreen, because Indian Hills is by Evergreen and I, I wanted something to eat after and I, I wanted to give myself some love. And that's actually today's topic is love and the heart space and how we can open and close our heart space. And I'm at this cafe called Wildflower Cafe eating a little vegan skillet and drinking some coffee and enjoying a solo a solo meal. Something that I used to have a really difficult time with was going out and eating alone and I actually really enjoy it now and I do sometimes splurge and on my on my binge eating journey it's been important to not restrict food and when I do want to eat something I do eat it and I'm learning how to not need to clean off my whole plate and it's not an act of like feeling like I'm wasting money or that I'm being wasteful. It's that I'm loving my body and understanding that I don't need to eat the whole thing if I'm full. And I can get the yummy pancake and it's okay 
it's all right. That extra amount of calories is not going to hurt you. It's not, it's not bad. And being guilty about it is going to hurt worse than the pancake. <laughs> so um, I know when I started this podcast, it was a big part of me openly like discussing binge eating and, and what that's been like for me. And I'll be honest, an eating disorder and an addiction to food is an ongoing process. Any addiction is an ongoing battle and it lingers. And anyone who's going through any kind of addiction, I just want to let you know that I, I offer love and support and, and that you're not alone. And in the opening and closing of our heart space, we have thoughts in our mind, right? And this, this, all was, <laughs> this all was a lesson I learned from Michael Singer. I can't take full credit for this, but I was listening to his new po- um, audiobook, Living the Untethered Soul, and he was speaking, I believe it's chapter 16, I might be, I might be incorrect, but it's, I think, chapter 16, he's talking about the mind, the heart, and feelings, and this one hit home for me, and I, I really want to share it because it might give you some perspective on what happens when our heart closes and why our mind can sometimes have these really negative thoughts that close things even more. And our mind has thoughts, and we witness those thoughts. The thing that sees the thoughts is, is the one that realizes, hey, that was, a, that was a dark thought, or that was a good thought, or, you know, that those thoughts can then also correlate into emotions. So if we're living in our mind, and we're thinking about maybe how something made us jealous, or something that somebody said just didn't, didn't feel right, and made us feel angry, well, the angry thoughts begin to come. Like, why, why would this person even say this to me? How, how could they, when they know that I'm very sensitive in this subject? And, and then we begin to recognize that there's also the feelings. There's the witness that, that sees the feelings. And then the mind correlates with those feelings and creates thoughts based off those feelings. So they all correlate together and the feelings begin in the heart. And when our heart is open and we're feeling love and happiness, then then we're we're flow we're flowing. We're in a flow state and the energy is moving. But what happens is we close our heart when things are triggered. And in yoga we call them samsaras. And that is when um, it's basically when there's an emotional Uh, experience or something bad that was traumatizing that may have happened to you in your past for me um i'll I'll go ahead and use use this as an example and this is a pretty personal one but i I hope it can help break things down my my dad struggles with addiction to alcohol and he has ptsd from serving in the military and is one of my relationships in my life that i struggle with the most and going through my own binge eating disorder and addiction to food, I I realized that I can't always be upset with him for his actions when it comes to alcohol and drinking. But there are some, some scars in my heart that when he does drink or when I assume that he's drinking, I get really triggered and I shut down. Recently, I wanted to spend time with him and I felt in my heart like, 
I just want to see him and I want to love him and I want to make sure that he's not feeling alone because he's very isolated and he doesn't have a lot of friends and he's just a very alone guy and I I, I just want to show him that I love him you know we, we always want to show our parents that we care and that that we're grateful for the love that they've given us as children and for me, I've always felt like I have gone out of my way for my dad to make this relationship work, from driving four hours to him, to, to showing up at hospitals, to cleaning up after him when he's drinking, and I, I always feel like I show up, and when I show up, I get resentful and upset because I show up and I, I maybe don't get the love, and I guess, what's the right word? appreciation for for being there and in that my feelings come up of feeling unappreciated feeling unloved feeling taken for granted so then my mind picks up on those feelings and my mind says how many times are you going to show up for this person when they obviously don't want to make the same effort for you how many times are you going to keep getting hurt and you're going to let this person hurt you when you could just close off and say no to seeing him and not make plans with him. And I had made plans to see him and he had told me that he would only see me if I met him at the casino. For me, recently in my life, I've really decided to pull away from being in places that energetically don't feel good to me. Gambling, bars clubs those don't feel good to me right now and that's just me personally that's where I'm at right now they don't feel they they put me in a really weird space and being an empath it's just too much going on and I it hurts to see my dad drink and it hurts to see him gamble just as I'm sure it you know it, it hurts to witness somebody you love going through an addiction that you you don't understand the full extent of and I do know when you drink like when he drinks, he drinks alone. So I don't want my like little inner child's like, I don't want him to be alone. I want I want him to know that I care. So what happens is my heart shuts off and I start to have thoughts of, well, you know what, I don't need to show up for him then. Or I, I'm just not gonna respond. And that's it's a mean way of the heart protecting itself from getting hurt again. And it's closed. That, that samsara has blocked the energy of, of heart space to flow up. And when the heart is open, it's excited, it's, it's feeling love. And sometimes the heart is open when we're with people that we love. And I, I've gone through so much in my life where I realized that the people that I was in love with, and I said, I'm so in love with you. You make me so happy. I'm so in love and with you and and realizing that that isn't it's not that there's just love for that person and that that's it. It's there's love developing inside of you. You are feeling loved with this person. But when this person leaves, that love can still be there if you learn that it's inside of you and that you create that emotion. And I realize when it comes to my father that I, I can still love him 
but I can still create boundaries with him and say, no, I, I, I cannot go to the casino, but I love you and I would love to see you. Let me know if you can make something work and we can meet halfway. And, and to not shut down my heart, not to close off completely, but to leave the space open for him to decide when he's ready to not be alone. Because I can't control it and I can't force him to show me the love that I want to receive when the love is right there. You know, the love that I felt when I was five years old and, you know, my dad showed me how to ride a bike or me and him built a little Lego mock of our, of our house. Like that, those, that love is, is there. That love was made there. And it's not just for when he was being kind to me and showing me attention. It was, it was when I was open and receiving and that, that love is always there. I know that is a pretty deep subject today, but um, this podcast started with with me going through eating disorders and binging and addiction, and I, I still sit with that when I get upset and sad and my heart closes off. I notice that those triggers to want to binge eat come up even more when my heart is closed. When my heart is open, I am not focused on filling a void. I'm focused on giving love and igniting love into my passion, creating, speaking, teaching. And so one thing that I did today while I went on a hike, I (laughs) ate my breakfast and I went out on this hike and I I just sat with, with what closes my heart. What are the things that genuinely make me want to shut down? I, I can name a couple, and I'm sure you can too, because there are things that shut us down. And if we can catch those things in the moment, we can have that conversation with the mind and ask, what can I do to stay open? I don't want to close down. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to pull away from having an open heart. And I don't want my past experiences to create my reality that I'm in now when they are gone. That moment is in the past. That moment brought you to this one. All of the events that unfolded brought you here. And there were so many other outcomes that could have happened, but you're here. But you're here closed because of something that happened that doesn't really matter right now. And ultimately, that this inner world that we live in is our job to take care of, to love. We can't change other people. We can only work on being open and loving and forgiving, but also having boundaries to protect our energy and work with our energy. And there are also things that allow us to be open. One of my favorite ways to open my heart space is to lay in supported fish with two blocks or a pillow or a bolster and just think about my heart space and, and ask myself how I'm doing and what what's going on there. And sometimes I'll cry, sometimes I'll laugh. And when happiness comes and love comes with relationships, with friendships, I don't hold on to that. And instead of saying, like, I love you, which there is love for family members, there is love for people, but I also recognize that I'm feeling love. And that feeling of love will never go away so long as I want to keep it. 
saying I love you and you are the reason of my love. No, we are made of love. We are love. It just depends on what opens and closes us when that love shuts down. If you have a closed heart because somebody cheated on you or hurt you and you want to be in a new relationship or you want to work on something with somebody and something triggers you and brings up a memory from the past when somebody broke your trust, you can close your heart or you can choose to be open and knowing that we don't have control of anybody else's actions but we have control of our own. And if we can love, but still have respect and love for ourselves, then ultimately we can make decisions that can, that can guide us in the right direction and have faith and trust. Now every circumstance is different, so really sit with your triggers, sit with your experiences, take time to build a relationship with yourself rather than focusing on somebody else to do it for you because I've done that and now I'm in the process of just learning who I am and what I can do to love those around me that may have hurt me deeply and try and fix the blockages and the closing before it's too late, before my time is short with my dad. And that relationship is really important to me and it's one that I will continue to work on no matter what, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how ugly it gets, because we only have one set of parents we only have, we have our family and we can hold on to that and it can affect our children or our our loved ones i i sit with this episode with a heart that is open open to what's to come open to the growth that's happening every single day around us and also dear friends if there are programs and news stuff that's triggering you like there's a lot triggering me right now with social media and I keep diving into drama that is very unnecessary and it's it's things like on TikTok making fun of just just a lot of like trials and stuff and I I, I, I was super invested in this Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial because I, I've witnessed abusive women in my in my past to you know my my family members and I've I know that it works in multiple ways and I I was so invested in it and I'm realizing that it's causing me to be distracted from what's important and that's the inner work within myself and why do I find this trial so interesting and what can I take away from it and what I'm realizing is just that there is a lot of opinions out there and a lot of focus on other people's lives when yes those things do need justice but also how much time are we spending? How much energy are we putting into this? Really, you know, once this is over, what's the next thing that we're going to hop on to to bring our focus to? So just remember, friends, take, take time for yourself. Go out in nature. Go for a walk. Listen to an audiobook. Do some journaling. Take some time for you outside of the work, outside of the relationships, because ultimately the best thing we can do for anybody around us is to work on ourselves. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. This is going to be coming out on Sunday, so this was recorded Thursday, but I'm permanently launching podcasts every Sunday at 9.30, so those automatically go up, and as this podcast continues, I might, I might do
do two a week. Still playing with it, but yeah, that's where we're at. So much love for you. Have a beautiful day, night, evening, sleepy time, <laughs> whatever that may be. And I will see you next time.